0: Welcome back to our part two sit down with Chaz Dean. And if you haven't heard part one, you need to tune in. We talk Rinna. He knows Rinna. He's known Rinna forever. We talk Delilah Bell Hamlin, Harry. His client was also Nicolette Sheridan. What happened when Nicolette Sheridan and Lisa Rinna ran into each other in his salon? Well, stay tuned for part two, but tune into part one. We talk housewives, all of his real housewives and Beverly Hills Friends, and much more. And now part two of our sit down with Chaz Dean. Well, no, I was going to say, so, okay, that's that. But what about like the 90210? Like, you know, you had Tori and Jenny and Shannon. And like, we all know that, like, at that point, Shannon had her, you know, they all had issues with Shannon and Je- like, did you hear any, did you know anything? Like, did you hear stuff back at that time? Um,
1: yeah, no, it, it was real. It was, but the irony is, is Shannon's mom worked at, there was a place behind us that was of uh, a spot it was called Vera's retreat and her mom worked she was a receptionist there so I knew her mom before Shannon even came Me, I never knew I never knew Shannon's mom was Shannon's mom until it happened which is bizarre because I just knew her as the receptionist up at Vera's retreat and that oh suddenly oh that's your daughter and it is I was with her when she was married to oh god what was his name Ashley Hamilton Hamilton what was his yeah, name yeah I, I was with her during that time but I, it is. I felt I felt bad for her. Um, it's weird when she came in, she was a petite little thing and she had like the body of like a thirteen year old. She was mm-hmm. really but not with me, I never saw that stuff. And when people had asked me, I never saw that side of her. With me, she was great, she was kind, do what you want. I felt more bad for her that she got a short end of the stick. I don't know all the behind the scenes as we never. I mean, you hear, I don't know if you're going to get Alyssa Milano, which harmed as well, but the same thing. You hear what happens behind the scenes. I know Alyssa for how I know Alyssa. I know Shannon for how I know Shannon. And again, I, I love them all. Until you have done something to me or proved something wrong to me, then it is what it is. But I do. And I'm sending light and love and blessing her because she is dealing with battling cancer right now. Yeah. So I hope and pray everything goes smoothly for her. And I think they've mended a lot of that. It's a lot of it is, you know, you're young and you don't know how mm-hmm. to handle that. You're not taught how to handle that stuff. So again, a lot of it is that, but um, I, I yeah, I respect, I I don't have, I'm trying to think if I, I don't have any, I'm thinking if I have any that I'm like, cut off, gone, done, whatnot. As we go through it, maybe I will. We'll see what happens.
0: But that's good that you don't really, that no one, I mean, you don't get cut off basically.
1: No, no. The other one that used to be our client back up then was Janice Dickinson. And she, oh. she was exactly what you think. And I feel bad for her. I just, I hope for sobriety for her. And she knows I love her and it does go up and down. But in her heart, she really is a kind person. In her heart, she's a kind person. She really is. It's just, the, 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 that that devil that demon whatever you want to call it but she has a she really does have a really good heart I'm being honest
0: I have a certain love for Janice Dickinson so yeah. I
1: get it what about like
0: so you mentioned like Lisa Rinna and Housewives so you watch Beverly Hills Housewives
1: you must be reading my damn mind you must be reading mine because I also became friends with Lisa Vanderpump and when Lisa and Lisa I'm like yes I have a 27 year loyalty to Lisa Rinna but Lisa Vanderpump, you know, I sponsor Vanderpump Pets is coming up. And I go to the restaurant and Ken and she are kind to me and so forth. And it's like, I can't get in the middle of those things. Although, yes, my 27-year loyalty is with Rena. You guys have your things. Don't put me in there. So, yeah, yeah. What did you want to ask me on that
0: part? Well, so, like, none of these housewives, like, Rena or Vanderpump, like, they never ask you to choose.
1: No, no, no. No, I'm great. I'm glad they don't. No, the only one that has is when you get to it. You know who has? Um, We can do that later as it gets there. That's the only one that I. I I can't think of anyone else that's asked me to choose, and that it is the right thing to do because what you have with someone. And I'm going to explain one more thing. It has nothing to do with this, but someone i worked with and grew up with, she's Hispanic and in their family, they had like eight kids. I'm not naming her name as well, but they'll know who it is. Her mom and dad lived together. The dad would cheat on the mom. They would never divorce. They didn't speak to one another and they put her in the middle of it. The mom would shoot venom and go tell your father this, but it wasn't kind words. So she would then have to then go and reprocess that. Okay, how can I translate that to my dad without stabbing him in the way she did. You know what I mean? And then vice versa. And it went back and forth. And I feel bad for her because as a child, this is how she learned to communicate. And this is a lesson on this as well. So as we grew up and whatnot, I realized that anytime I would talk to this person, it's like they put everything I said into a food processor and spit out blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what I say is what I say. You don't have to, anyone knows. I wear my heart on my sleeve. You don't have to guess where you stand with me. You know, I'm not mixing words. My words are my words. I'm blatantly honest. And if you don't want my opinion, then don't ask for it because I'm not going to sugarcoat things or pretend it's something it's not. So She would always repurpose or translate. I'm like, no, that's not what I said. Here's what I actually said. And I realized later that it's not her fault. She grew up in that, that she would have to put things in a blender or food processor reprocess them so that as she shot you the message, it didn't shoot daggers at you the way it came to her and vice versa. And I mean, it's what she knew. And I told her that. I said, I think you do what you do. And you've got to take people for what their words are because you're not used to it for that. So hopefully that's a lesson for people out there as well that are going through that and are that middle person. That's why I won't be that middle person. I have nothing to do with what you guys have going on with each other. No, I haven't had that ask. I'm trying to think because I know Lisa Red knows that I was friends with Vanderpump. It may be like, be careful, whatnot. You know, those things might come up. But um Like, do you feel,
0: because I I feel it in what I do and people I'm from, like, you know, between reality TV people. I mean, I've had that ask, most of them. And, you know, it's like, I've had that ask personally before. I won't even get into it. But it's a weird position to be in. It's just kind of like, you're not playing both sides of the fence. You're just like, it's like an iron wall. It's like what you say and what we do has nothing to do with this other person. I don't speak out of turn.
1: And uh, you know what, I think that's good. I think it's good what you're saying, and I'm not dissing on Randy, or Randy, on- I mean, not everyone thinks- On Andy either, but he likes to stir it up. It's the same, he likes to stir it up because that's what his show is. So he gets more in the middle. He's not as neutral, like you watch the reunions. He wants them pitted off and so forth. So it's different. You're more in the middle. You're more Switzerland. That's your stuff. That's your stuff. You can take it to me. If you want my opinion, you can take it. If you don't, you can leave it. Whatever you want. But don't tell me to go and tell her what you want me to tell her. No, it's not It's not my thing because it's not my place. So, yeah, I don't feel like that's ever come up. And, Johnny, you're here or Mel, if you think it has anywhere, um, I don't feel like it has other than the one we have a gotten
0: to. right. Well, that's good. I mean, Andy has recently said because you know a lot of people throw Nicolette's name out there for housewives, and I think I oh, I I would I would think it'd be great. It personally.
1: would, but it would. You know what would? Ha- I'm surprised. I I wonder if it, it would be that would be the shit show he wants. It would because they're not, and it's not like like if 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 um, if Nicola had children with Harry and they shared that together, but they don't. They're severed. They're this. They're that. Um, again, I'm not dredging up how it happened. It wasn't the tabloids. We all know how it did happen. And Lisa didn't steal anyone from. But I get the I get how you know it all is. So Lisa, if anything, and I'm not taking sides, but Lisa didn't steal anyone. He was open and available. Someone set him up on a date. There was an interest. So there's she's had absolutely no fault on that part. But um, I'm friends with both, and I love Nicolette. Nicolette is she's a tough one. She is. It's she's tough, and there's no she knows it. Um, the, when she played Paige it was perfect when she played Edie on Housewives she's very much that tough don't F with me girl she is and it's not I mean it's not a secret so it's like you don't it would be it would be I don't know if she would do it I don't know if she would do it she would be, it would be crazy if they did
0: rumor is I mean this is unconfirmed but the rumor like the gossip rumor is that they won't ask her at this point because they're actually afraid Lisa would quit And they don't want Lisa to quit
1: yeah and I could potentially see that and again with the Denise thing it's like I know Denise as well and I, I I I think that was wrong I'm sorry but I feel like the whole thing was wrong with that and that is one where I'm friends with Lisa still but I don't think it was right how that was done it's like that's your friend you'd want to protect those things that was nobody's business that when that came out Brandy loves, I'm sorry, but she she'll do anything to get there. We all know that. And I know her just through the people I'm not friends with or not, but we all know what brand brandy stirs up the shit. We know that. So when that came up, you guys could have dropped that. That wasn't anybody's business. It wasn't. I think that was wrong. So people go ask who you're who's sleeping with and what it's nobody, that's nobody that I think is wrong. That's nobody's business and it shouldn't have gone to what it was. And Again, I, I felt bad for Denise on that. I really did. Yeah. Because she does have her family. Whether it is true or not, it's not. It's she didn't. If it is true, she didn't do it so that hopefully my family finds out. That's nobody's business. you do you want to know who your mom and dad slept with or what? I don't. And that's wrong. I don't agree with that. And yes, signing up for housewives is part of it, but that's taking it to another level. That part, there's there's a lot that happens on, but that one I I felt bad for her. I'm like, let it be, if it is true or yeah. not that's between she and brandy if it was true and it was nobody's business and that was wrong denise is not a malicious person and she's not i know she a very cares for i mean she's a very good compassionate person and i know they had a great friendship and you could see that it was trying to start to mend but it kept being pushed and um I don't think that one mended. I, I, I fail for her on that one, but again, that would have been one. Am I in the middle? I'm not close enough to need to Denise to be pushed in the middle, but I'm like, it just wasn't right. And I know a lot of times things have to be done for the ratings, but you don't have to go that far. You don't have to go that far. That's when it's like, I
0: mean, that's when it's like, I mean, reality TV, like I'm not, it's just like this friendship would exist in some form today if you both weren't on this particular show. Oh,
1: yeah. oh no, it totally would have. Yeah, it would have. That's when yeah, it's sad it to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, it really would have. A lot, there's been a lot of friends that broke up because obviously you you probably know better than the New York ones and whatnot. I, only, I don't watch the other franchises because I can't, and I'm being honest with you. Yeah. It, it's always the drama. Even when they go on vacations, every time there's a dinner, there's a drama. There's drinks, there's a drama. It's can we see the good that they're doing in life? These women are powerful women. Show the good that they're doing. Empower women by it. And that's like mine. It's, we talked about this earlier with Jonah. Um, Reality TV, it's like people, oh, you should, da-da-da-da. It's been talked, and I've had talks. And when I was on Flipping Out 11 years ago and so forth, I've met with people, but they always wanted drama. I'm like, no, I want motivational, inspirational. I want to uplift people. I want to show people, empower people. And they're like, well, we want drama. We need drama. I'm like, no, you don't. You had, at the time, you had Oprah, you had Rachel Ray, you had Ellen, and you had Extreme Makeover. Those are your top number one shows that people love, and they're all empowering and inspiring Mm -hmm. and uplifting. So don't tell me that you have to have that BS. I think we're in the world now because of what they created with Pregnant and 16 and The Housewives and all diversity. And you've given a platform to the more controversial you are, the higher you're on that platform, the bigger pedestal we put you on. And that's why people are that way. And everyone lashes out on social media. Why? Because you've glorified it. You've glorified it from pregnant and this and the housewives. And it goes on and on. And it really does. And it's like, enough is enough. We're in a shithole now. I'm sorry, but we are with Corona and we are so divided. We need to get back to unity and uplift each other and stop tearing each other down. And I do feel like out of... Reality TV, it just, at one point, it just crossed. It it took a left turn and it just kept going. I think so. There's no, I don't, there's barely any positive on those. Even if it's at an auction, an auction for a charity, what happens? It ends up in a fight. It's like, why couldn't you let the good feeling end good if you move on to something else, but everything on it ends up with that. So yeah, the franchise I watched, honestly, is that because of Lisa In the past, I've watched New York and the other ones. I just, I can't because I don't have a connection with, and I'm tired of seeing the bickering and fighting. And it doesn't help us as a country. We have enough of that as is. We're divided enough as is. Let's get back to what unites us. You can be over here and over here and so not agreeing on something, but still meet in the middle for the greater good of something. Let's see some of that. I'm so tired of it. I know it might be your livelihood, and I apologize, but you could still have one with people that are uplifting and motivating people and doing amazing things.
0: Yeah, no. Well, I mean, the ratings, not Beverly Hills, but the ratings for Housewives in general for all these recent seasons is down, like during COVID. Not Beverly Hills, but the others. So I think like- Enough is enough. Yeah. And I like a lot of different reality genres, like selling sunset, which is like light drama. I just, I think maybe the world is at a different place now where they want more uplifting, like a little bit of drama, but like fun drama. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. You know I love talking about man candy here on this show. And, you know, did you ever realize how many hot, bald men there are? Vin Diesel, Tyson Bedford, Tay Diggs, The Rock. We could even throw a John Travolta in there. Well, listen, do you ever think about, you know, how bald men shave their heads? I can tell you from all the bald friends I have, they're doing it all wrong. So anyone out there who's listening who is bald or ladies, do you have a husband? Listen, if you're using that same multi-blade razor that you use to shave on your face, wrong, wrong, wrong. Razors were made for flat surfaces not curved heads. Bald men and women need to check out the Flex Series Electric Shaver from Freedom Grooming. This shaver changes the game. It has five rotary blades that individually flex for a closer shave. Compared to an old school razor, oh my God. The Flex Series shaves 50% more hair in a single stroke. So for the upcoming holidays, yes, we're heading into that time of year. Birthdays are just because. Get your ball guy the best shaver of his life. Freedom is giving our listeners an exclusive discount. Visit freedomgrooming.com slash velvet for 20% off. That's freedomgrooming.com slash velvet for 20% off today. It's so important to prioritize your mental health and wellness every day. I speak from experience when I say when you work on yourself, you start to see and feel positive changes in all areas of your life. Therapy has really given me the tools to deal with challenges as they arise. It's helped strengthen my relationships. For my therapy, I've turned to Talkspace. Getting started is the most important part. And listen, I mean, we all say it. I'm going to wait till something goes wrong to get started. Wrong. Start now. Start today. Talkspace has helped me so much. They're the number one online therapy platform. They have thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties. Anxiety, depression, relationships. Relationships and on and on and on. And you all know I'm in the Hamptons for the summer. So, what I love about it is it's mental health care that meets your needs wherever you are. As a listener of this podcast, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use code VELVET to get $100 off your first month month just for Behind the Velvet Rope listeners. That's velvetandtalkspace.com.
1: Yeah, well, okay, I'll give you an example. Because when my, like, I was doing Flip It Out, and I met with people, and many, and Bravo, and everyone out there, and so forth. But Jeff Lewis wanted me to do it for me. He's like, I want you to have a show, but I want to produce it. I'm like, no. Because you're, he's like, you have to have drama. Like, Jeff, I have shit that... John is on here. They know. I have shit that happens every single day. You don't have to create it. I'm in a mess. This is happening. That. How do you get out of that? And that's empowering people. Because if I ever end up that, this is what he did. That's how I have stuff. You don't have to create it. We're going to do one with, I travel with 20 plus people that go to QVC. We all stay under the same roof. It's not all, whatever you call it, whatever in roses, what do you call it? Something in roses. Um, it's not all, uh, you, say you know, it's, it's not like all wine grateful.
0: and roses. Yeah. There
1: you go. It's not all wine and roses. Shit happens. But you know what? When it's all said and done, you respect each other. You're not ever going to agree with each other. You'll have your opinion. You'll have yours. What did we learn from that? How did people out there grow from that? And how did that empower them? Yeah, that's the element. Things will happen. So, no, it's not going to be all peace and roses or whatever we want to call it. Things happen. And now, shit! How am I going to get out of this? How am I going to fix this mess?
0: So after we, after you were on flipping out, or a few times, Jeff said, "Hey, you're good. I, I have an idea. I want to get you your own show."
1: Yeah, yeah. We were probably on right. I'm trying to think what bungalow we were working on. It would help me think. Um, the first season, because I met how I met him was it's before I purchased my house that I used to live in, and I was looking for a home. And my um, this was in 2008 because I had just lost my labs. I lost uh montgomery in my lap on president's day february 18th of 2008 and i lost grace on easter sunday oh, um, march wow. 23rd of 2008 and that's the day easter sunday that i went to go look at his house i didn't know who it was the my realtor just said there's a house that's not showing yet but they're willing to show it to you if you want to and he knew i just lost they were brother and sister and i just lost her that day i was i had no dogs left i was i was a mess i was a wreck i mean not bawling because i just lost one and six weeks later the second one and it was heartbreak that i lost her and so i went and sunglasses on the whole time not bawling crying but crying because i just lost my last dog and he was there and i recognized him because season one was already on i recognized him like oh i know him he was drunk you it was with ryan his ex and all the shit and he was intense and so i met him And we bonded because he knew that I just lost my dog and he had dogs. And it was the, um, I forget, the Valley Oak house, but it wasn't done yet. And in my mind, I thought I was looking at knowing I'm going to get dogs and they are going to be puppies and is this conducive to me? And it wasn't, but we bonded. And what I liked about him is he showed me everything in the house and it was really meticulous. It was a beautiful home and I respected that. And at the end, he really, we connected because of, our love for animals. And he felt my pain and whatnot. And I didn't end up buying that house because it wasn't conducive. The house that I did is below me um, and I built the one I'm living in. And afterwards, this was a vacant lot. The house I'm living was a vacant lot. I bought this property and I didn't want anyone to build on it because my house down there is private. No one can see it. And I thought if anyone ever buys this and builds in, I lose my privacy. So I did. And at the time when I moved into there, I said, I need to renovate the salon because I lived at the salon for nine years. I lived in Bungalow 3. I wanted to renovate. And I said, hey, that guy, that Jeff Lewis, I know he flips homes, but does he renovate homes? Because I need to redo the salon. So we contacted him. He was interested. I also contacted another guy who the, shit, shit, what's it called? What's it called? Uh, Not Rage, what's the, Mickey's. Mickey's had burned down and they were redoing Mickey's. So I interviewed the guy who was redoing Mickey's and some other person. I interviewed three people of who I potentially would. And what I liked about him is I knew he was anal. I knew he was particular. I knew all the stuff you saw on the show was the reason I hired him. Like I know how you are. And when we started doing the project, He's like, hey, would you be interested? Would you do my show? I'm like, no way. Uh-uh, no way. I watched it. I saw last season. I saw your first season. I'm like, there's no way. He's like, I I won't be that way. I really like you. I won't be that way. Da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, I don't know. I have to think about this. And I was already on QVC. I had been on QVC for four years already. And so, and the infomercial had been out for two years already. So we were already on the map. So I'm like, I don't need that for that, because I'm already with the infomercial everywhere and QVC. Right. I was afraid it would ruin it. I really did. I was afraid it would run my name in the mud, and so I'm like, I don't know. I have to think about it. So I have to check with my attorneys. I got to see if they think it's an okay thing to do. And I'm like, it just can't be a shit show. Like, you can't. Da da, da. And he's like, No, 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 no. I like. It will work together. We might not always agree with everything, but not. And we worked really well together. It's. It, we worked really well together. Um, I didn't agree with everything that he suggested, and I would stand my grounds with things and whatnot. Um, And we would, sometimes we would meet in the middle, whatnot. There was one thing on the project that we did that I regretted. I listened to him and it was just the placement of the stone on one of my fireplaces. I wanted it one way, he wanted the other. When it was said and done, I'm like, I wish I'd stuck to my ground because I would have preferred it the way I wanted it. And I learned from that. I'm like, don't do that again. Don't let them talk you into something that you don't want. So I learned that, um, and that was it. But it went well. Um, there was things that happened when Spirit, the homeless person, was there. That's where he started shit with me. I'm like, do not start with Spirit. Spirit's been here since the day I found the salon. She's a part of my salon. Six thirteen is my mom's birthday. It's when we close escrow here. Friday the thirteenth. She has story here. She has history here, and she is. She's not going anywhere. Like he was trying to get rid of her because we're remodeling. We've got to clean this up. She's got. I'm like, she's not going anywhere. She is not going anywhere. And so what we were gonna then do is build a bungalow for her specifically, like uh, 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 a shed-ish thing for her to be in. But in that time frame, unfortunately, she had passed away. And I was at QBC at the time she passed. And he called me, he's like, hey, we're here filming. We showed up and she's passed. And that was on June 9th of 2009. I created a product after her, 613 and my mom, but that stuff was all real. And I have so many people that connect with that. And that was in 2009, we're talking 11 years later and people still say, oh, I just saw that episode, they're re-airing it, whatnot. So he and I, our friendship was real. We didn't always agree on things. We definitely, that'll think he likes to push your buttons um, throughout the process. I was interviewing with places of potentially, with E there were ones, with Bravo there were ones, and I forget the other ones. There were other companies that I met with, but they all wanted to turn it into uh, trauma. And I said, there is things happen. I don't have to manufacture it. Things just naturally happen, but it just didn't. I'm like, I'm not doing it unless, because I worry again, QVC got the, I'm not screwing that up. I'm staying with that. I want to motivate people. So it didn't happen. Right. Um, well, and look at to do it. He's like Chaz. You need drama, like Jeff. I have drama in my life. Stuff happens. I want to show how do you correct it? How do you move on forward? How do you move past that and so forth? What are you gonna say?
0: Well, and you have like a successful business, so it's not like you know you already have that world public world. persona. And I mean, you know, TV's great, and it, there's some money. I mean, there's money, but like not like a yeah. You know, there
1: was there. I didn't get paid, and people asked me that because I was on ten seasons. Right. Well, nine of the nine of the eleven seasons. There was one we weren't on because we weren't renovating. So it was nine on eleven, and I never got paid. I paid him for the work. It was not free work, and he paid paid good money. And this is not a joke because people think, oh, well, you got all that, money like, because people at QBC would ask me that. Oh, I'm interviewing with him. Did did you did you get paid from me? No, I paid him for the work. This was legit work and jobs. No, I didn't get paid. And I wasn't even in the credits after all those nine seasons. I fucking should have been because people were like, I was a part of it. But I'm like, whatever. I'm not. I wasn't doing it for that. I really wasn't. And it's like, people are ones that have told me, I can't believe they're not paying you. You've been on for nine seasons. Like, I know. But I have QVC. I got Guthrie Ranker. I have my own thing going on. I'm fine. So yeah, I think they all worked hand in hand. Like, he got 100% and he knows it. He got people watching because of my QVC following and Guthrie following. And yes, I got his people, because they tell me, I know which ones. they like, oh, I found you through Flipping Out. I wouldn't have known about you from Flipping Out. So they all worked in harmony together. None of them canceled the others out, which was great. And the reason I say that is because when I first started QVC, Um, Guthy the infomercial was trying to take that away from like no I've been here two years I'm not walking away or giving this turning this up to you and I built this and I've worked hard to build this and I'm not walking away from this they regret that they let me have it because they realize It all built, and it built equally across, and they fed each other. When I was on QVC, it educated you When the infomercial. I'm like, oh, I know that product now. And vice versa, when the infomercial was on, I was on QVC, like, oh, that's familiar. I I saw the infomercial, but these are different products. So it really did work well hand in hand. It really did.
0: Well, and look at the power. Well, I was gonna say, look at the power of TV, because like you really technically hired Jeff because he was on TV. I mean, because you kind of knew what, I mean, not because he was famous, but you knew what to expect, kind of thing. Yeah,
1: that's what I was just going to tell you. I didn't hire him because he was on TV because I didn't want to be on the show. Right. I, I, I knew him of TV. You're exactly right. I wouldn't have known about him at all if it wasn't for TV 100%. Like the guy that was redoing Mickey's and redid Mickey's, I didn't know him. He was like my second choice. I'm like, you already have a project and I don't know what this is going to mean to mine. So Jeff, I knew how anal he was. But in all honesty, as the jobs went on and the years went on and he slipped away from that, I kept reminding him like, Jeff, I hired you because of this, so this isn't okay. That's not okay. Look at this. This is not the person I hired, and he knows that. And the other part with this show is I'm the only one that I call him out on shit. I don't, I don't, like everyone else bows down, and I never did, and he knows that. When he did shit that was wrong, I'm saying, I'm sorry, but contrary to your belief, and I've said this to him, so it's not I said, contrary to your belief, the world does not revolve around you. I know everyone kisses your ass and this and that, but that's not me and it's not who I am. And I'm probably the only person who will be honest with you. And when I did that, it's like, it was weird because after that is when he started telling me when he would leave, he's like, I love you. I'm like, Jeff Lewis, that I love you. He never utters those words. And it was hard for me to say it back because I have to mean, I have to really mean it when I say it back. Like, All right, right. Love you. But it's like, I really like him, but um, it did because he knew that, wow, someone actually stood up. People don't stand up to him. And I wasn't doing it to be, it's just, you're not, you are not going to do this to me. I am not okay with that. Maybe everyone else is. It's like we would go to dinners and don't take a picture. He'll freak out. I'm like, fuck him if he freaks out. I mean, it's a birthday thing. What do you mean? I'm not taking pictures because he's going to freak out. Then fucking freak out if you're going to. It's like, I have to now live in that bubble of his world because I'm sorry, I'm being honest. I'm not dissing him. No. I'm really not, you know, the housewife stuff. So it wasn't that he and I really had a good relationship. He is what he is. He does like to stir shit up. We know that. And I mean, it's not a secret. He acknowledges that he does, but we truly did have a really great relationship. Wait, when you were at dinner, what?
0: He doesn't like, I mean, you're not a fan. You're not some random person. Oh
1: no, it was when he and Gage first started dating and Gage was so paranoid. Like, oh my God, don't, he'll get up, he'll leave. I'm like, then if he leaves, he leaves. I am, I'm an open book and I'm not there. I don't have hidden, like, I'm, like my housekeeper, the phone. I'm like, take my phone. I don't care. I have nothing to hide. I have nothing to hide. Right. I really have nothing to hide and it's who I am but when they first started dating Jade was on like pins and needles like don't take it he'll leave he will get up and leave and I'm, we we're at Katsu and I'm like then then leave if he's gonna leave then leave if he's gonna leave because I want to take a group photo at my birthday party then leave it was just it's crazy but it was like on pins and needles I'm like it's that way because you guys let it be that way you guys you guys are the ones that are feeding fuel to that fire and making it even worse if you were real with him and honest with him and you know and it's not bitching him out but just being honest and talking with him is like it wouldn't be so much that way so what because
0: he was like if you take a picture a group picture it's going to get out there that i'm dating gauge and well, i'm not ready no to it
1: happen. wasn't no it wasn't even the dating stuff oh. like, actually, it wasn't the dating stuff no it wasn't the dating stuff it was just him he's not a spotlight person even when i would do events when i do events oh. and my parties. I do red carpet to, you know, to bring awareness to causes because it was for love is louder as that. And to get him to do the red carpets, he's like, okay, that's it. That's, he, he doesn't like that. He's fine being on TV, but he does, it's weird because that part he's good with. But being in the spotlight and the focal, it's weird because it, it goes against the other, if you get what I mean. But yeah, he, he doesn't like that part. It's like, no, 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 no fan, no photo, da, da, doesn't like that. But doing his thing, and I kind of get that. Does that make were, sense?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Were you shocked at like how big a part of flipping out you became? Because I mean, it was natural. Like it was real work. Like, you know, you were, you became like a huge client, which is probably another reason why you shouldn't be kissing his ass. I mean, you're the client. Let's not forget.
1: Yeah. The things you see happen on there. It's like, it's funny because there were times that the cameras weren't rolling. Okay. And the other part that people, they, it's not scripted, nothing whatsoever. They show up. Can we mic you? Yes. When I'm with clients, when I'm not, whatever it is, what it is. The part that he would do, and he knew it would drive me crazy. It's like this is my livelihood. This is my. This is a real client in my chair, and he would come in. Hey, okay, I'm here. I'm like you've got to respect them. They are paying me three, four, seven hundred, whatever they're paying me. You cannot disrespect that. This is my livelihood. This is my salon, and he would teeter that line. But there were times like Jeff stop and they'd be like it's okay you can go i'm like no because you don't really mean it you need to be somewhere after this so there were things like that and it's like no i don't regret it either. but there were many times i'd have to like stop him in his tracks put him in his place whatnot. and it's like you know what don't do that to me these are actual clients this is not a set but everything you saw was real it was never script there were things that they would miss they would never if i said something or he says that they never once said Oh, I missed that, can you say it again? It was real, it was docu-style, it was shot docu-style. And I think people think it was. Now, whether he showed up with um, something, on his agenda that he wanted to push a button on me, I would never know, I wouldn't know. Um, right. When the fire happened, there was so much happening, it was a lot, we went through a lot. We had built, rebuilt four, turned it into the lifestyle space and the retail space, and within six months of it, opening, the fire happened, and I'm like, we had to rebuild all that. We went through a lot together, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, literally. Um, Yeah, and it wasn't always, we weren't always on the same page, but we at least respected each other's opinion to uh,
0: disagree, I guess. Well, I think the difference too is like, you have a design sense, like you, you know, like especially after doing all these salons, like it has its own feel, like you said, like you wanted to create more of like an oasis, you know, like a happy place people could hang out, like Starbucks, so like I think you had your own vision, too but i think part of what it
1: yeah that's what it was and but he liked that about me because i'm not other ones would be like da da, 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 da and then change your, mind, da, 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 change your mind i'm like that's not me i know what i want the, wor- the worst one was and people still give there's three things one was the floors when they had to do like 30 some stains i'm like you know why because you keep bringing the same damn red orangey yellow color so stop doing that and stop making me look like the crazy one. I'm a colorist and I know what color I'm looking for. The other one, people literally come to town, if you remember the tile one with the glass tiles, it's they put up glass tiles and it, was, it looked like shit show. I'm like, no, they had to take them all down and paint each individual tile because you could see the holes, the crack, the air pockets, everything was bad. People literally came to see the flooring. People literally came to town to see, you got to show me that glass tile. And the other one was, um, what was it? Oh, the penny fountain. That penny fountain thing was a joke 100%. To this day, I don't know if he thinks it was. I saw something on, on Instagram or maybe it was Facebook at the time. Someone did something with pennies. And I just thought, oh, that's kind of cool. And I thought, I'm going to tell him that I want my fountain out of pennies. And it was a joke. I promise everyone, hands down. <laughs> And as we did it and got deeper into it, at first they thought it was crazy. And then as they really wrapped the rain, I was like, no, it could, because yes, it is reflective, but I don't want a penny fountain. Um, but they literally did. And I forgot that when that show aired and the penny fountain came up, like, you guys, that was never real. That was a joke. Like, no, it was I'm like, yes, ask Nuria. I called Nuria and said, watch, I'm gonna tell Jeff if I want a penny fountain. Like, I promise it was a joke, but because they took it so serious and whatnot, even after the show aired, people thought I really wanted a penny fountain I didn't what about wait wait! wait. I, I even said i didn't interrupt you i even said that i wanted certain years that was the joke of it i want certain years that are important to me i'm like the the years that were pivotal in my life i wanted to have all those years and that i mean i went out of the board to say that so it was like it was a joke so yes anyone that's listening that remember that many yes it was always a joke and then that's what you've gotten like flack for so to speak <laughs> yeah yeah not as much and I don't get that one as much anymore but yeah things and pe- more what I'm getting now is the spirit one people are like wow that was great and spirit wasn't a part of my family spirit lived there for 12 I lived there for nine years spirit lived there for 12 years spirit lived wow. there long, three years longer she lived there longer than I did before by a year and a half and then a year and a half after so yeah spirit wow. lived there longer than I did actually
0: what about I mean because like flipping out is over now like what about the whole, I mean, you enjoyed working with Jenny, I assume.
1: Yeah, Jenny and I is, okay, that's still the same thing as well. It's like, don't ask me to be between you and Jenny, because that, that happened too. When Jenny's thing, I'm like, it's you can't, and Jenny, same thing, stop coming to the, it just happens. Anyone that owns salons will 100% understand this. She wouldn't come to my party. She wouldn't, she would do nothing socially with me because she was afraid he would be there or show up. And it does, that does happen. She does come now because, well now, He's not (laughs) like, so it's just a mess, but it's like, I'm not picking. She's the godmother of Monroe. I'm the godfather of Monroe. It's like, you can't ask me to pick. And she didn't do anything to me. And again, I think with what really happened there, There's his side, her side, and then there's the truth that's in the middle. And it's a little bit of blended both. It's usually what happens in life. So don't ask me to pick a side. So I'm friends with her. We're still friends. And um, yeah, for years, I didn't see her as much because he was still involved in my life. And, you know, she just, she wouldn't come. She would only come to the party if we were 100% sure he wasn't going to be there. He's not coming. He's out of town. She's like, okay, then I'll come. And it's, it's, it's sad when it's like that. Unfortunately, in Hollywood and maybe New York the same, it happens a lot because there's so much. And even people that work together or supposedly work together, they don't get along. So they're like, no, no, no. I, no, no I'm afraid they're going to show up. And it's you guys. We got to put that shit behind us. It's a sm- When this life is over and said and done, and God forbid, if you're on your deathbed, you're like, I should have mended that. I should have fixed that. And I know you're thinking I'm preaching to the choir with Jeff and I, but I'm not the one that's holding any harbor here. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I didn't do this. It's all on his side. It's all on his side.
0: But no, I mean, I agree with you. See, I'm the opposite. I'm like, there's so many of those situations of people you don't want to see. Like, I'm kind of like you, I just put it all out there. I'm like, I can't worry. It's like exhausting to worry about this picture and Oh my God, this person. And doesn't, I'm just like, yeah, I was with this person last night and if you don't like them, like it's on my social media. So just get over it. But you would think there's so much of that, that people would just be used to it and just be like, yeah, I hate her and she's across the room, but it is
1: what it is. But Yeah, because yeah, mine, I'll post things with Nicolette, I'll post things with Lisa Ren. and I'm like, but neither one respond to it. I'm not doing it to hurt the other, they're yeah. both, my, you're both my friends. And I'm not doing it to hurt it, but it's also, it's not fair for me not to, because i'm very i mean i'm social media it's my my thing and part of it is, is growing up my mom passed away it's almost 20 years ago cancer i have very few photos of her because she hated being photographed and i regret that mm-hmm. horribly so i'm the opposite of the angels my dogs have so many photos i take them daily i take photos because they're memories to me and i will have that long after they're gone. because even my dogs in the past years i don't have quite as many now I'm like it's constant. I'm always with yes. photos. They're the memories, and yeah, you'll remember it. But to see them, it brings back that exact moment. So now, yes,
0: yes, and yes. So now Jenny comes to your salon because
1: yeah, the family and her girls. The gr- her girls have been when girls from day one, um, day one, and they have hair of adults. It's amazing. I mean, people envy their hair. It's the same thing. It's like, oh my god, I want hair like I want their hair. I totally want their hair is incredible, and it. I'm I'm happy for it. And so are they. She's proud of it. She's like, oh my God, look at my WEN girls. Because they've been doing it since birth. I have a lot of that out there because it's been out 20 years now. And I think that's kind of cool that there's g- generations that have been out there that Lather's never touched their hair because they started at the hospital. I'm like, our WEN models at QVC that we've been with for 15, 16 years, their kids have been born since that time. And like, Lather has never touched their hair. I'm like, I love that. I love that. Yeah. It.
0: What about you? Because we all do it. I mean, you work all the time. Like, do you regret like mixing business with pleasure like you became friends with jeff which is natural because you were with him for a long time is what like were you like when you look back are you like i just wish i kept it professional i mean it's hard not to mix business and pleasure i think but
1: no I, in all honesty i don't No, god i'd have to think of what um no no i don't have regrets on that um i don't have regrets on that at all and i don't know maybe someday he'll come back into his it, it it's because of the gauge i don't know what you know it's because of the gauge if i continue to work with gauge after there. it's a year and a half ago and i was working on a project for two years with gauge that the city demanded i it's not even a project i want to um, i have more multiple properties up here and i call it g this is g1 that's g2 and g5 g2 and g5 g2 had a planter because i want to plant my own i'm vegan now i was pescatarian and i want to plant my own organic garden so i can supply my own i i juice i've been juicing for over 25 years instead of buying all this all the time i want to grow it and i've wanted to do this for over 10 years the people that built this house built me planter walls next door 10 years ago and somehow someone in the neighborhood called the city and to shut down the project i'm like they're not retaining walls A planter wall is basically three and a half feet tall. They were planter walls with stairs going down. I have photos, it's obvious, but they counted them as retaining walls, which in California hillside, you can't have retaining walls. I'm like, they're not retaining walls. They're clearly planters. I never got to do that project. It sat there for years. And finally, when the city came down on me, I'm like, okay, I need to either fight the city and fight that I want these walls to retain and go after a variance for it because they are planter walls and plant my gardens and my citrus and everything. and went back and forth so far that finally, when the end came a year and a half ago, the city was going to put a lien on my house because I was doing nothing. I'm like, because I spent a lot to put them in, a lot, and now to tear them down, we're going to, to spend a lot. And then to architect and build and whatnot is going to be insane. So I did fight it as far as I could until they said they were going to do a lean. I'm like, okay, Nuria, we need to literally make this happen. I don't need to lean against my home. Even though I don't live there, nothing's there. I still don't want to lean against me. Yeah. So I said, she goes, okay, I'll call Jeff and let him know we're going to have Gage move forward with this. Now, they were already like six months into their separation at the time because it was July, the weekend of July 4th of June 2019. So a year and a half ago. And so she called him and said, I'm just giving a heads up that Chaz is getting pressure from the city, that they're going to put a lien on his house and we're going to have Gage continue moving forward. It's like, okay, fine. That was like, a, that was on a Friday. And on Wednesday, we would meet with him every single Wednesday, the progress of what's going on at the salon. And we were rounding up, we towards the end of it, near the end of it, and so we had our new meeting, what still needs to be done. Okay, let's button up this. Let's button up that. Let's get this done. Cause he has done every property over there. And we were working on what's our new customer service space now. And there were still things that needed to be buttoned up. Went through the whole meeting. Everything was completely normal. At the end of the meeting, he had a bone to pick with me. We were talking like everything we have for the past 11 years that we've been friends. Um, yeah. 11 years. And so at the end of it, he went off on me, and he's like, he went up because he and Nuria, they were friends, but they also, like on the show, it was real. Yeah. They each other in battle, that's all real. They they didn't love each other, but they liked each other. They respected each other. They they, they were friends, but they weren't cuddly cuddly friends. Um, because she protected me with, as she should. She's my accountant. So at the end of it, he went off on her and she's like, I called you on Friday to let you know. He's like, well, yeah, I was okay then. But then I thought about it and I processed it and he went off on it and he literally went off and he looked at me and he said to me about basically, how dare you hide behind her? I'm like, I don't hide, John is here. I don't hide behind anyone. I'm a fucking Leo. I, right. I do what I do, but when I need to step up, I, I, I never, I do not hide behind anyone And any of my public, anyone will tell you that. How dare you say hide behind? like, no, it was her job all those years to get that project done. I have enough on my plate. I handed that over to her as my business manager. I need that done. And she knew that. So when that time came and I had that lean that was going to be against me I said Nuria that's it I need this done she goes okay I'll call Jeff and just let him know we're going to continue with it and that gauge is going to continue because he's been doing it for two years with architects with city planners with everything permits everything and so that was it so when this hit and he came at me like how dare you hide me I'm like I do not hide behind anyone. This was her job to get done. And it was delegated to her. I'm not throwing Nuri on the bus, but it was delegated to her all this time. And now I have the pressure from the city and I'm not going to get a lien putting out my house. So yes, I put it on her plate. Why do I need to be the one to call and say, hey, by the way, Gage is going to continue on a job that he's been doing. I just told her out of respect, hey, just make sure he knows we're going to do that. I didn't know there was going to be this whole blow. So he's like, well, we're done here. I'm done with my work here, consider it done. If you need something done, you can call Gage. We're like, wait, 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 what? what the hell? Really, seriously? And it went on, it was so effing heated. He's like, when he walked out, he's like, it's okay. We're done, no more business, but our friendship remains the same as how he left there saying. He's like, our friendship, and I'm still Monroe's Godfather. It doesn't affect our friendship, but as far as business, we're done. If you need something done, and he was being petty, then you can call Gage. Call Gage if you need this, this, this. I'm like, it's not about that, Jeff. Gage has been working on us and he had two people there with him at the time. He's like, um, so-and-so could have done it. And a week later, guess what? She w- They weren't sticking at the time. And you remember that. So yeah. they weren't sticking. She was gone a week later. And then another week later, the other one's gone. Like, And we said, so you mean to tell me you're willing to be at that job site and we're not building a house. We're just literally doing retaining walls that the city's making me do. This isn't a major project. It's what the city's forcing me to do. And you're willing to do that for this nominal fee of what it's going to be and be on site daily? And he's like, well, if I'm not so-and-so what? I'm like, Gage has been doing this for two years. I don't have the time to now turn it over to someone else and catch them up. So that's how it ended. And it ended him walking out, literally saying that, you know, we're still friends. It doesn't affect our friendship, but we're done with business. We're done. And I'm like, wow. The two of us couldn't believe that happened. I haven't said it. It's taken a year and a half. I said it live on Instagram last night because people keep asking me and I'm tired of it for a year and a half or you and Jeff friends, what happened with you and Jeff? And it makes it seem like I did something wrong. I did nothing wrong. And the fact that I'm an apology, I'm like, I'll apologize if you want, but I don't know what for I didn't really do anything wrong. I apologize that I continued working with Gage, but I, we asked you, we let you know, Hey, we're going to continue the city's on us. We're going to have a lean. Okay. But then five days later, you come and you blow up. And that was it. Um, and I didn't choose between the two of them, number one, number two. And I'm Monroe's godfather. I am not going to choose left. I am not going to choose right. I'm not choosing either or. any uh, Because part of it was, is he, you have no idea what's going on between us. I'm like, no, you're right. I don't. How could I know unless you opened up to us. I don't know what all the turmoil and what, cause there is the courts. And now I know there's things, mm-hmm. but how would I know that unless you shared that with us? So all we know is that you're split up is all we know. So I wouldn't know that. And what happened between the two of you, I'm still Monroe is my focus and that's who I have to watch. And I'm not taking sides neither, either nor should I, and that's where it is. So anyone that wonders what not, I never slammed that door. He has. And when he went in for his neck surgery, I don't know, because I don't listen to the show. I don't do any of that anymore. Um, someone reached out to me and said, he's having neck surgery. And I'm like, just in case something went wrong, I reached out and I said, hey, sending you, you know, absolute light, love, thoughts, and prayers, and you're in my, you know, my wish or whatnot. And after, it was the day after he reached out to me and like, thank you. I greatly appreciate that. And I miss us. And maybe we should get together soon. And I've never heard anything again. And it was because, because he was kind to Gage at that same time frame, because he was on the meds. So it was probably the meds talking. I'm not being a dick about it, but I'm being honest, because he said kinder things to Gage as well, but it was when he was coming out of it. So again, if he really means it, I'm here, and I never shut the door, I never turned my back. Monroe is my focus, but I only see Monroe through Gage, and I'm grateful for that. Otherwise, I wouldn't even see my goddaughter, and she's four years old now. So yeah, yeah. and again, if he's hurt, I apologize how it panned out, but I really don't. I don't think I did anything wrong. If I, if it was a project he was working on, I hired Gage. Oh my God, a hundred percent. But Gage is the one that knows everything about that project, The one that's worked with the architects, the one that worked with the planner, the one that's done everything about it. And the only one that knows about it. I can't start all over now. This has been a two year journey and they're on my ass. And it's now a year and a half and it's, well, yeah, no, a year, we're a year into it. And it's still not done. I'm like, let's go. And it's not, I'm not, I'm going to have my garden finally <laughs> but it's the other one's just two retaining walls because everyone's like what are you doing?" I'm like the city made me do it my neighbors that aren't happy with me I'm like I it is not I apologize but this was demanded by the city because of one of your neighbors that thought or called the whistle that I'm blowing building retaining walls I'm like they were planter walls they really were and then I go around I walk around the neighborhood now and I see a house that has one more wall in their front yard like what I had the same board form cement and I'm like are you kidding me? It's right in the front of their house and it's a new build. I'm like WTF, unless they paid someone off. I have no idea. But I'm like, it is what it is. And at this point, I'm so deep into it money-wise, and the city made me do it. So it's not a project I'm trying to do or want to do. It was a demand. So you just wanted it to, I mean, like if you're I busy just had to fix it. I just had to
0: fix the problem. What? Engage was already working on it. So like you said, it's not like you went out and hired him.
1: No, he, he finished a job he had been on for two years where he turned it on to him when it happened. He's like, Gage is going to take care of that. Because it was a menial job. It's not a remodel. It's, not a, it's literally retaining walls. And so it just that's how it ended. And it, it, it's, it is bad. It's terrible, whatnot. Um, but my door is open if he really means it and whatnot. I'm here. And I never, I never have not been. Do you think... Jeff would, would take you up on that? And
0: do you think there's any hope for him and Jenny or him engaged? Just, you know, like, just like, let's all coexist. You know, like Jeff and Jenny ran into each other in an LA
1: restaurant. that one's different he did things I don't know if he said hurtful things about me because I don't listen to the show I don't think he is because I've, I've been nothing but good for him and to him and he knows that um with Jenny there were accusations there was a lot so there was a lot of hurt there I think that one's harder be honest because I know that they did run into each other and whatnot but Hers, there was, a lot of, there was a lot that went back and forth and I don't know if it's on both sides. I know one way it, definitely. And there was a lot of hurtful things that were said and done. And for her, she just stepped back from it and whatnot. So I can't speak for that, but it's different. His and mine are different. It just, it was a door that was slammed and boom, that was it. I don't know if he talks about me on the show. I don't know what he says, because I know people, people ask me all the time. So they've got to be calling him. What happened to Chaz? Why are you in Chaz? Nah. I don't know what he says. And if it's bad, I don't want to know, because I never gave him a reason to. I really didn't. And again, if I went out and hired Gage to do it when they were splitting up, I would understand that 100%. I continue to work on a project because I'm not in the middle of what's going on between you guys. I'm not. And I can't start all over. The city's on my ass and I need to keep this going. Well, I'm a Gemini. (laughs) No, I was going to say, I'm a Gemini. So I
0: understand how to like separate business (laughs) and pleasure. Like I... I compartmentalize things. So I would have no problem. You know, like I I get it. I, I get it. Like you're working a million. You got when, you got a lot of things going on. As simple as it is to set something back, even like by a day is like 24 hours of drama in your head that you probably don't need. So I get it.
1: Yeah. And this has not been an easy project. I'm not joking. The way it looks, the neighbors that see it, or like you would think I'm building a skyscraper. They're like, please the finish steel, your house. The amount of steel that's there is insane. Oh, I go to I go to my neighbors for dinners, socially distanced. He does pizza. Their Italian is great. It's just Dieter Montes is my neighbor as well, which I love, 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 love her. She's amazing. Um, so we've done two pizza dinners up there, socially distanced, outside, whatnot, through this COVID. And um, with them, I just keep apologizing. I'm like, you guys, this is not, the city is forced. I have no choice in this. And I'm not even building a house. There's no remodel. There's no house. This is literally, we're talking retaining walls. Do you love, do you love going to QVC? And
0: do you love the whole QVC process? And when, I mean, that's like to have an actual product. Like, I think that's the thing. Like you put TV aside and everything. Like you have a real legitimate business that you built through a real product. That yeah, works. I, love
1: that. I miss QBC. I have not been there since our last show was March 10th live. We came home March 11th and boom, shut down March 16th. But um, yeah, I, I miss that 100%. And I'm always still even being here at home for the last nine months now, creating products and still forging forward. And that's still happening. We do QBC live through Skype. They have Skype. I wish they had Zoom, but they do it through Skype, which isn't as great, but it's how they do it um and we do that i've done it with june gallons at home my connections aren't always great i'm hardwired now so it's generally good but i miss it i miss the interaction i miss the models even with that you have one model here you have one model there they got to clean the chairs in between it's not the same all of us can't wait and again and i know i hate saying get back to I, I want to call it the new normal because no what we were was not, not. it, it was far from perfect. So what yeah. we were still needed to be fixed and we really, that's why we need to unite before this is over so we go back to make it something better than it was because we were a mess before. We needed a reset and this right. is a reset, but unfortunately as we reset here, we got even further divided. So it, uh, let's hope that with the next this second outbreak that instead of dividing us, people can start seeing it and you don't have to, I've always said, you, you, won't, you won't agree with your friends, your family, you can't agree what restaurant, what to have, what movie to go to, but you at least respect, you take the majority and respect each other's opinion. And that's what people need to learn to do. Instead of just, I don't agree with that. It's like, you don't have to agree, but hear me. Cause even if you got one portion of the five things I said, do you still learn something from that or vice versa? But people just don't even do that anymore. Not people. A lot of people don't do that anymore. Yeah, they're just shut down and won't even hear it or listen. I
0: mean, when did we decide to live in a world where, like, you don't want to be surrounded by anyone that doesn't agree with you?
1: I don't understand it personally. Like,
0: you you're would never, just if you you're up
1: at dinner alone because when you ask, yeah, we go to dinner, it's like, why well, want to go here? We want to go there. Well, how about we go here this time? Next time we'll go there. It's you end up at dinner alone. You end up in a movie alone. It's like it, that's where we are now, and it's like. It's just got to stop. It's got to stop. And again, I don't know what's going to take us out of it. I guess more, the more we speak about, the more we talk about, the more, you know, we guide people in that direction, hopefully. But it's just, it's so, it's, it's, it's sad. It's sad to be that. And because I explain, um, I explain, I did a live um, Instagram with APLA Health last week. And I explained to them that we, no one has chose to be born, number one, because it was APLA. Either gay, trans, black, Muslim, Iranian, Brazilian, Filipina, Chinese, Japanese, whatnot. No one chose that. It is like playing cards, poker, or blackjack or whatever it is, you are dealt a hand, you look at that hand and you play it the best you can. And that's all you can do. No one chose this. Stop pretending you chose to be gay, you chose to be trans, you chose to be this, you chose to be black, you chose to be. We were all born, and what I do say as well, we were all born from, I don't care what religion you believe in or whether you're atheist and don't believe in religion, we're all born from the same source, whatever source you want to call that. It's not like because you're Christian, you were born from that one. Because you're Jewish, you were born from that one. Because you're Hindu, you were born from that. We're, no matter what one you believe, we all still will come from that same source. So stop dividing it. Stop separating us. Respect that. That's just the restaurant. You're, I'm making it up, but you get my point. Yeah. You're going to that restaurant, I'm going to this restaurant. You're going to that movie, I'm going to that movie. It's what you believe. And that's okay for you. As long as it's not, you know, as long as it's not coming from hate or, you know, Satanism, or you know what I mean. Um, you gotta respect that about each other. Because if we were all doing the same thing, it would be a fucking boring world. If we were all, so. the same and all eating the same thing for dinner every night, watching the same movie, it would be fucking boring. The diversity is what makes us unique, but people have to stop. And we're not born that way is the other part. Yes, you're born your deck of cards, but they're not racist cards and they're not homophobic cards. That is taught and that needs to stop. Um, it really, really does. It's the hardest thing for a kid to come out. I explained mine. I, I, was the, I was in the closet for, from 20 till 27. because well, you I was, had
0: all those girlfriends, so yeah.
1: I really, and they were real, they were legit. But I believed I was attracted to a person for, and in me, for me, and again, people won't agree with this, for me in a perfect world, if it wasn't man putting labels on things, people would fall in love with a person for their being, their spiritual being, their energy. Because when you leave here, you're not leaving that body you came in. I'm not leaving this body. My spirit leaves my body. It's an energy. It is not leaving male. It is not leaving female. It is a source, a spirit, an energy is all it is. We come in this and we place all those labels and all that on there. You're not leaving here trans. You're not leaving here gay. You're not leaving here black. You're not leaving here white. You are leaving here as a spiritual being. What we're in is what I'm wearing today. It's what you're wearing today. It's the hair color you have today. It, that's the body that we're in is all it is but it's like in me and I that's how I believed it. I believe I was attracted to a person for who I fell in love for you with someone for who you showed me you were that's what attracted me to you and in a perfect world and I know people will not agree with me especially if you're religious but that's how it should be it shouldn't be labels I'm like my god I love this for I just love you and I want to be in a relationship with you because I love everything about you but it's not what it is but I thought that's where I landed, and they're like, "No, no, no! You're either straight or you're gay, and you have the choice." I'm like, "Well, fuck! If I have a choice, of course I choose to be straight. Who in their right mind would choose? I'm going to choose that harder life over there that everyone right. and you have to live a closet and no one can know who and what it is, and you can't walk down the street in hands and you can't kiss in public. Yeah, let me choose that one because that's the harder one. I really want that one. No one chooses that one, so I didn't date anyone for seven years, and in that seventh year. I went on a trip to a friend who was straight and had a girlfriend when I knew him when I was 20. And we knew, you just know, you you know you have a crush on each other, you can tell. Uh Never spoke about it, we just knew how we felt about each other. I went to visit that person, and we ended up doing a photo shoot and being together, and it was very special. And I left there feeling like I love that person, the way you should love someone. And my point is, prior to this, and I don't know about your audience, I hope they're very open. Um, Prior to that is like when I was with the man, I'd be with the man. And while I was with them, it felt great. And oh my gosh, I love this. It felt great. As soon as it was over, I felt the shame. I felt horrible. I felt so humiliated. My God, if anyone finds out I did this, such shame because of society. And so I'm like, why would I choose that? Of course, I choose the other. But when I left that that winter, it was Christmas time, when I left that Christmas time, and I was on my plane ride home to my sisters, because no one knew anything about me, because I didn't know. I didn't know what I was. Um, I realized I have to wake up every single morning, look in the mirror every day, face myself every day, and am I going to live this life for my whole life, or am I going to be who I am? Whether it's my family, my sister, my brother, my mom, my parents, my neighbors, my friends, co-workers, if they don't accept me for who I am, then shame on them. And they're going to miss out on that because this is who and what I am. And I was born this way. I did not choose this. And that's what proved me. I didn't choose this because I would want nothing more than for this to go away and wash it away. And trans. It's like, yeah, you might love your life, but did you choose that one? No, you didn't choose it. But you're you're working the best cards you were dealt with and you're going to be the best, most fabulous trans or whatever it ends up being um, that you are. So I don't know how we got into it, but it's, it's, um, it's stop putting judgment on people. Stop judging people. It's like they didn't choose to be black. They didn't choose to be gay. They didn't choose to be trans. You can go down the list. It's the cards that were dealt to them and they're living their best of that what it is. So let's unite each other. Let's work together. And again, here's the other part I say, because I said on my live one, I'm like, you don't know what you're coming back as next lifetime. And whether you believe in more lives, I, I think it's kind of naive to believe that we only live one lifetime because you're, you're, we learn that energy can be changed as source, but it can't be destroyed. So clearly it's taken on another source. So say you come back as trans next life, or black trans, God forbid, you know what I mean? Because they're the most yeah. trans now, which is horrible, God bless them, and they need to stop that shit. But say you come back black trans and you're the most homophobic one this time, you don't know what your next lifetime is. So let's fix it now before it's too late. I agree. As, as we wrap
0: up, not, I, no, I could talk to you for like 12 hours, but I'm just, you know, it's not me, it's everyone else. Um, here are the, some final questions as we wrap up. Would you ever, you know, like, I know we had Blowout, which was a reality show about Jonathan Anton. That was drama. Would you ever do, would you ever do a reality show? If it was about your dogs and you vegan life, your home life, your salons, when the blockbuster product that it is like, it was positive and happy. I don't know what that would look like, but would you ever do that?
1: Um, I would. It's fun. It's weird you said that because yesterday I was on the phone with my attorney for other reasons with other things in a good way. But he said, he said, like, with the infomercials, I'm not with them anymore. And it's a good thing because that awards me. I can go worldwide now because I never could for those 13 years, but I could. And he says, that's why when you are like Chaz Dean is the brand of when and that was his point, And it always was, it wasn't when it's separate from Chaz, Chaz is the brand and it was what it was because of the love for you. And I, he said, you should have a show. You should have at least a podcast for this or that or whatnot. And I did tell him that being in COVID for nine months, I go live. I mostly go live on Facebook cause I get more like up, it could be up to 20,000 or more depending on what subject is, but I get more at least tickups on that. Um, Instagram, it does, but it's in the, you know, three, five thousands, whatnot. So I basically do. But my point of doing that is I go live a lot because we're here. And it's like, you watch me cooking, you watch me do this, you watch me deck three, you watch me with the angels, you watch me go hiking. And they do, they are literally on their treadmills while I'm walking the hills for four to six miles. And I'm getting them to do that. I've turned vegan in the last year plus, and they're learning from that. And I said, you've, I've helped make them make better choices. Even when I was pescatarian, and I do cooking, I teach them about cooking. So the element is, is I said this to my brother, this, I'm like, people literally now, if I don't go live in a day, they're like, it could be 11 o'clock at night and ask me, are you going to go live? I'm just they need that uplift. And it's what I've always said I've wanted to do. I don't want to deliver shit to you, shit's gonna happen. Guess what, when that shit happens, I'll figure the way out and I'll teach you, hey, when this shit happened, here's what I did. You can do what you do, but this is what worked for me. So yes, it would if I can do it in that way. Now the downside of that is I already know that you get the backlash and you'll get the haters and all, and I just have to not pay attention to it. I just have to not want, look at those things or whatnot because I know it happens. It happens. Um, I would have to not look at that because it is hurtful. It is hurtful. And I'm going to give one more example. Madonna years ago, years ago, years ago when she did an interview, she says, I do concerts all over the world and I can have hundreds of thousands of people praise me for my concert, but it's that one person that tears me down that I remember. And it's true. It's true. It is, because it is hurtful and whatnot. And we're in a world of where, because of how divided we are, they just want to, whether it's out of jealousy or whatever it comes from, and I'm not saying me, I'm talking about out there. Yeah. If it's the jealousy, you guys, you have, you have your choice, do what you want to do in your life. But I know it comes, that would be the downside, is I would have to tune that out. Because I know I know it will come. I know it'll come. But
0: don't you get it even now just because I mean like I get like we all get it like just because you're already in the public eye and like when and these infomercials are infamous and I mean you have a following
1: I'm really pale. I'm adopted. I know my birth mother. She passed away four days before my birthday this year. So she's watching over me as well now. Um, But my point of that is is I'm very pale and I don't know my father's side of my family I've never liked being pale. I'm talking about from elementary school to junior high. I've always disliked it. I've always really. It. Yeah. I just, I, I didn't realize it until I was in junior high what it was. In the fall and winter in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, because I got some color on me. But if you see how white my skin is, I, do, I don't like it. And it wasn't until springtime come around, you get some sun, you're like, oh, it's when I get some coloring that I feel better about myself. But I literally felt unattractive, ugly, and just drab. And then spring comes around, and then summer, and when I get color from summer, I just felt more confident. So I have a self-tanner, and it's amazing, it's on there as well, you can get that. But my point is, I was doing it because I go hiking, and I was showing them that I'm live, and they're like, oh, you can tell he hasn't tan, my legs are really white, and they look pasty, I do not like that. So... I was tanning them and showing them. When I Sometimes when I go hiking, I will literally just tan from my knee down because that's what's showing. And I was explaining that, that I'm going to tan this and in three to four hours, it's going to be tanned. I literally had a woman of color come at me and say, like, judge me on why do I feel the need? Why do white people is what it was basically feel the need to have that glow or that golden glow? I'm like, Because I feel more, and I explain why and whatnot. And it still came back. I'm like, okay, I do not feel good. And I get it. We're not trying, because it's like, I don't know if she thinks we're trying to be that, but that J-Lo glow, most of us want that. Uh J-Lo glow's got a damn good glow going on. But I'm not even trying to get that. I just don't want to be pasty white. And I explained it. And I said, I've I've always felt this way. And then she kind of respected it. But then she went out after another woman. And it was all a judgment on why am I not okay with being? And I'm like, because I don't like being pasty white. It makes me feel better being tan. And that would be like saying to a woman, so you don't accept how you look. Why do you need to wear eye makeup? Why do you need to wear lipstick? Why do you need? it's we do the things we do to make us feel better. And the fact that I was posting and just showing you how to use the bronzer and I, you don't have to do your whole body. If you just want to spot it somewhere, just do a spot treatment of it somewhere and I can blend it out later. But that's what it was about and what I was showing. And it turned into, because there was another woman that was heavier, she says, it makes me feel like I feel more fit and whatnot. And I had C-section. It helps me with my stomach. I'm like, we all do what we do to help us feel better. But why the judgment on it? And it, yeah. it was from a woman of color. And I saw her; hers has makeup. I'm like, OK, then why do you need to wear makeup? It's like, I don't. And I didn't lash back. But it, the point of it was an attack at me on something that had nothing to do with it. So it happens, yes, and I'm used to it. But I rarely respond. But that one, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to explain why. Because I don't like being pasty white.
0: I'm the same way. 99%, no response. Then every now and then I'm like, you know what? You just got me on a day and now I actually have something to say and I'm not letting this go. And then you know what? You
1: can never win. You're just like, no, because you going. know better. The woman jumped in. And there's times that it has that I respond. But what will happen is my followers are strong followers. And they'll go out. Usually, if it comes at me, they'll jump in without me even doing it. Right. And I don't have to do anything because they're like, you know nothing. They'll make judgments like, you know nothing about me. If you really want to know me, go and watch the stuff that I do. This is me. I'm right. really, this is who I am. I'm live so much that if I would, I don't know how this couldn't be me because I'm live as much as I am. You, so you are. Say, this is me. Yeah, so it does happen, but yeah, there are times, and there are times with John. I'm like, Jonna, this is what I'm thinking of saying. Does that sound, okay? she's my publicist. So I was like, you okay with this? Like, yeah, you might want to just change this word or that word, but normally I'm like, because I do, I'm a Leo and it's like, I'm really calm, but it, it, just like a line. you back that line into a corner and you don't want to fuck with the line. You'll come anymore. out. You don't. And I've known that since I was a kid. I've known that I'm really even cool tempered, but you back me to that corner. It's not good. And I've known as a kid, I've learned to, it's not a temper, but when I would get upset or angry at my parents and this or that, and I would, I hate you and And then I would feel horrible. that I said, and I learned because my mom would tell me one of these days, your mouth is going to get you in trouble. And she told me that I was under 13 because this happened in Pennsylvania. So I learned it at an early age. I would hate you and this and that and this and that. Bite me. I would tell her, bite me. I know that's terrible. I know it's terrible. I was under 13. And she would tell me, when these days your mouth going to get you in trouble. And I would learn by saying when I said I hate you. And then I would apologize. I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't hate you. I don't hate you. And she's like, I forgive you. And she was honest. She's like, I might not forget it, but I'll, I forgive you. And knowing right. the fact, no, she can't forget it because I said it. And that changed me at that young age that I don't want to say things that hurt people that they can't forget. They'll, they'll forgive me, but you can't forget it. So I changed from that. My sister was younger than me and because she was a teenage girl, she and my mom would get into I'm like, Joanne, Joanne, just don't, it's not worth it. You're a teenager girl. You're gonna do what you want anyway. Just agree with her. You don't need to battle it. It's it's not worth it. So I'm fortunate that I learned young and that I learned at the temper that control it and keep it in and unleash it when you need to unleash it. And it's not often. Sometimes it's only once a year, sometimes it's twice a year, but when you do. I get it. watch out. It I, also, when I get it's it. And it's over. When it's over, it's over. I don't dwell on things. Same here. I don't dwell. It's done. It's done. I don't keep picking up. It's over. Let's move on now. We're done.
0: I agree. Um, now, as we wrap up, not, again, I could talk to you all day, but I'm just trying to be, is there anything else you want to leave us with? Anything like, you know, I didn't cover, like, tell everyone, you know, and then after that, tell everyone where they can find you, where they can find your products but is there anything like business-wise you have working? I always like to give people a chance at the end to cover anything that I might have had my own agenda and just glossed yeah. over.
1: Um, no, no. the only other part is I'll, I'll say with, I became vegan, I became pescatarian six and a half years ago or seven years ago now. And I did that because when people were standing up to say no to dog meat and I stood up for it and I posted it and people lashed out on my side and said, well, that's great, but it should be all meat. And I'm like, you know what? I thought about it. I'm like, they're right. I can't argue with them. That is true. And within that same week, I happened to catch just 15 minutes of food ink. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't. What you see that they do and what happened, I'm like, I'm done. And I put it down then I stopped and I became pescatarian. Then I was pescatarian for like six years and it's I ate so much fish all the time. And it's like when I started seeing that, how much plastic's in our ocean? What are you really eating? And and not only that, but how they how they farm the fish. And you may be getting one type of fish, and everything that's caught is sacrificed. I'm like, that's not right. And I, I can't do that. It's not responsible. So I went vegan with that. And my part about being vegan was the hard part was is. I'd already had soy milk and hemp milk and coconut milk and all the other milks, it wasn't milk, but it was kind of ice cream, like blue cheese, cause I like blue cheese and sour cream and butter sort of things. And once I found those substitutes, I'm like, I'm done. There's ice creams that are better than traditional ice creams that are oh, vegan. Yeah. They're the amazing ones because of the almond milk and the hemp milk and the coconut milk and all the milk. So that's it. And when people ask it and they watch me, I am live. Oh, I can say that. Follow Chaz It started yes. on Periscope. And the reason Periscope started, they were the first live one. So when they first did it, I first started going live with that. Then Instagram started doing it. Then Facebook started doing it. So I barely ever do it on Periscope, except I can have my music in the background on that. Facebook, I've been shut down with Ambion at the salon in the background music. Can't have it at all. They shut me down for like a week sometimes. Its I Wow. So that's the reason it's frustrating because I live with music 24-7. I sleep with mellow music on. I live with music. I love music. Um, But so it's Periscope Chazdean, uh, TikTok Chazdean. I did that because of the balloon that landed at Dodgers Stadium. They posted it on TikTok. So I opened TikTok. Instagram, I'm on mostly a lot. Stories and feeds and whatnot. And then Twitter is Chazdean. Facebook is Chesdine fan page. It's the only one to follow. Don't follow the just Dean one. That one is from years ago. And when you hit 5,000, it expires. So I don't even do anything mm-hmm. on that. So it's Chesdine fan page on Facebook. But I go live, I do my walks. They learn things about vegan and why I'm vegan and what that really means. Even my housekeeper, when I say organic, she cringes. I'm like, do you know what organic means? And she's like, uh, and I'm like organic means it doesn't have pesticides so by you cringing at right. the word organic you're saying you would rather have pesticides do you know what the word vegan means and she, she, she told me the other day oh they have vegan donuts I'm like Marisol do you know what vegan means it literally means it doesn't have dairy in there is what right. you're you that's very normal for a donut to be vegan it can be vegan very easily I said sugar it has nothing to do with being vegan so it's like when people hear it I just say do you realize what it means and with for me vegan it isn't important to me because when I see it, I just need to be responsible with that. And I don't push it on people. Years ago, I was friends with Mark Bauer because we were both at QVC. And he's been vegan. He's been vegan forever. He's one that you order things and he'll make the noises and he guilts you. And I'm like, I never will do that. I've never done that. We all seep to the level that we're at. And when you're there, you're there. It's just me. I'm a compassion for animals. And I do. And when I see it, I'm like, I can't keep doing that. I can't keep doing that. It's, it's just not right. And what I didn't know that when baby calves were born, they're torn, torn away from their mother so that they can get their milk. I didn't know that. And I can't continue to do that. That milk is fucking for them. And that's the reason they go to bring a thousand pounds because there's so much in that milk. Why do you think people are overweight? Because it? you're drinking milk that doesn't belong to you. Yeah. So sorry.
0: All right. Now, uh, <laughs> listen, you'll have to come. Uh, well, first of all, I will keep in touch with you on Instagram because that's where I watch your stories and okay, your cool. IGs. Send me and, um, a message
1: so I know which one you are or whatnot. I will.
0: I'll like DM you. Okay. And you can come back on anytime. We will have yeah. you back on. Keep in touch. You've been great. I mean, and hopefully the world is going to open soon. You know?
1: You. I appreciate it. And again, I'll just do the last thing, com. If you have any questions, us. We have amazing customer service. But thank you. I appreciate it. And I do everything I do because I enjoy, I enjoy everything we just did as well, and interacting with people when it's kind-hearted, loving, compassionate people. Well, compassionate. I, like to, I like
0: to think that I am one of those. You know, yeah. you talk to housewives, so that's all I need for like a minute. And then it really is, you know, but like I, you know, like I am a fan of like the product and the business and like, you know, you have a kind heart which comes across and no one that has their love for the dogs the way you do would not my have God. a kind heart, you know?
1: They're my angels. Yeah, if you follow me for anything, follow me for Hunter, uh, Bella, and Riley. They are, I couldn't have gotten through, like I said, I could, I don't think I could get through it without them for this. I couldn't, because they are, they're just unconditional love. It's constant. And I've had labs since, I'm sorry, I've had labs, I've had dogs on my own since 1990. 1990- since 1993 and i've had labradors since 1998 i love them wow. they're just they what are what having. humans are meant to be when people say oh they're like humans I'm like no they're what humans are meant to be right. loved, kind compassionate friendly they're what we're meant to be if only we could live up to what labradors are they're they're amazing they're amazing so thank you And um, please honestly stay in touch with me i appreciate this
0: i will i'm great about keeping in touch and thank you so much keep in touch
1: all right. Thank you. Thank all you. All right.
0: You. I'll reach out Wait, to you. Can I
1: get a photo with us? Suppose. So that oh I- yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And I took some in the beginning. I think right. Yeah. But
1: take one of me, and
0: I could send you this. But all
1: of. Oh, can you send me what we took? Okay. Yeah. Let's give him a peace sign, please. Wait, can I do that with both
0: Yeah, okay. I-, I will DM you so you can tag me.
1: Okay. Thank you. And I
0: took some of the thing. All right. Keep in touch. You're amazing.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Take care. Holidays.
0: You too. Bye. Okay.